The information delivered through this program is provided as an educational resource only and is not to be used for any diagnostic or treatment purposes. If you require any form of professional support, please seek it out for yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in. Every week I present a brief but impactful commentary about how to make your biggest goals and wildest dreams a reality by getting them on your to-do list. You know, one of the biggest reasons that we struggle to fulfill all of our goals and dreams is because we put them on too high a pedestal. And then we convince ourselves that they're never ever going to come true. You know, that's not a goal. That's not even a dream. That's a fantasy. So for the next few minutes, I'll share the strategy for turning these fantasies into everyday tasks. Tasks that you can perform the way you wash the dishes or take out the trash. Until one by one, each of these tasks will grow into the goal you seek to achieve and the dream you hope to fulfill. Greetings, abundant seekers, and welcome to the program. I'm your host, Blake Miles, and this week I will be sharing with you seven little steps to help you prevent life from getting in the way. Uh, before we get started, uh, just to let you know, we are still having some shaky uh, internet. I, I don't know who's aware of it or how far spread it was. I didn't really you know, follow up with the news on it, but in our little part of the world here, we lost our uh, internet connection completely and cellular service. Uh, for about 36 hours on um, Friday and Saturday. Um, it was restored late on Saturday, but uh, it is still shaky. And uh, so if I disappear, and then you, you know what happened, uh, but uh, hopefully that won't be the case. Uh, now, because of that, I got out uh, in the sunshine for a little while, and uh, that may be evident by the red blotches on my face. I realized how long it's been since I have been outside in the sunshine. So, yeah, because, uh, <laughs> woo, <laughs> I've, I got quite the burn on the top of my head. I keep living in denial that I haven't got a giant hole up here, you know, with exposed flesh. But every once in a while, I am reminded that's exposed. So, anyway, uh, it was great uh, to do that. And as a result, I literally uh, altered my schedule and uh, blocked out my afternoons to actually get out more, get away. Uh, I'm still doing a little bit of work, but I'm doing a little pen and paper work. Um, and uh, so in the mornings, I literally kind of get to work on projects, and then I set stuff aside going, hey, I can do that with a pen and paper. And then I take said pen and paper to the park with my grandkids, and we go and have some fun on these beautiful days that we have been so blessed with for the last little while. So. Perfect segue to our topic for uh, today and for all this week. This is what we're talking about this week. This is a very important subject, and that is preventing life from getting in the way. And that's definitely what I did this weekend and what I'm doing going forward with that schedule adjustment. Um, I'm saying to heck with it. Uh, there's more important things uh, to do uh, than, you know, this work or that work. Um, you know, we say preventing life from getting in the way, but sometimes, you know, life gets in the way of our work, our work being creating our best life, fulfilling our goals and dreams. But sometimes we have to, you know, prevent work from getting in the way of life, right? So remember that work and work are two different things. You should be working on you, working on your goals, working on your dreams, working on creating your best life. But we also have to do some work. Uh, but again, don't let that 
get in the way of life. So whichever way you want to look at it, we're going to use the term life getting in the way because it's, you know, life gets in the way is a, is a popular kind of a, a, a term for what we're talking about. And that is things that are coming up, making themselves priorities in our life so that our true priority of having our best life, because we're here for a good time, not a long time, gets nudged aside by what we call life. So uh, in good times, uh, it can sort of be said, a little, little oversimplification perhaps, for the most part we could say that in good times, life getting in the way is our own fault, all right? We get comfortable and we get a little cocky and a lot of things get set onto autopilot and, you know, so there's not much of life really getting in the way. Now, if we're stuck watching the noise, uh, the media, the mass media, the news, uh, then we're told that everything's always awful all the time because doom and gloom sells. So they're never going to say, oh, well, in the news today, everything's fine, and we're not going to bother making up a bunch of crap to get ratings, so have a great day. And they're not going to do that. So if you're glued to that crap, well, that's part of the reason you're letting life get in the way. It's not life. It's nonsense, but you're still letting it get in the way and maybe using it as an excuse for procrastination. So a little tough love there. Do what you got to do, but, oh, man, turn off the noise. That's going to really create focus right off the bat. So, But that's in good times. In genuinely bad times, when the you know the, not so much of what the media is broadcasting is made up, a larger portion of their BS has some greater truth in it, those bad times, life really does genuinely get in the way. There really are things cropping up, nudging your goals, your dreams, your happiness, your contentment, your best life out of the way and going, no, me, now, I'm the priority now. Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain. <laughs> Sorry, that is so overdone, but it just seemed perfect at that moment. The Great Resignation is a, is a wonderful example of people getting life out of the way, right? That was literally people that, you know, we've been saying forever, why are you toiling over this job? They will forget you before you've gone cold, you know. But we never really got around to it. But then COVID shoved us way out of our comfort zone. And we were sitting there going, well, hell, I'm here now. I guess I'm going to have to figure it out. And once people figured it out, they said, you know what? I can do this. I can do this because this is more important. Yeah. Well, in the current economic climate, that may have to be rethought. Sad but true. Some people may have to rethink their decision to throw it all away. And autopilot items end up requiring attention once again. Our budget uh, is a big one. It's, you know, it gets on autopilot after a while. This costs this, that much goes out, this much comes in, we roughly do it. We're broke, but, you know, we, we, we get by. Uh, now, prices are up, salaries are down. We don't know if our job is going to be there, right? We're back in, in those times again. Doesn't seem like that long ago, does it? And they're back again. And in times like that, there are really big things that unfortunately are going to nudge your goals and dreams out of the way. So we have to take it day by day and situation by situation, case by case, as it were, and just try to get through each day, making sure that we don't let everything get thrown off of our plate 
so that we're just eating the crap that's being fed to us every day, the, the adversity, the garbage. That's just going to burn you out. I saw a wonderful thing uh, today on TikTok that said people are saying, you know, they're, they're being burned out. They're getting burned out because they do too much. And it said the truth is you're getting burned out because you don't do enough of what actually vitalizes and fortifies and nourishes your life and makes you happy and fills you with joy. It's not that you do too much. It's that you do too much crap, right? Not enough good. So that's, that's a, a good example of life getting in the way. So we're going to go through seven little steps to big success, seven little steps that are going to help you to make sure you are getting that out of there, not, not letting life get in the way, pushing that aside. All right. So little step number one to preventing life from getting in the way. Number one, identify the true priority in your life. You know, we get up every single day and we think about what we have to do. This is why I always say that that expression, uh, you hear it at the end of every show, always make sure your dreams are on your to-do list, right? Your dreams are out there somewhere in the fantasy world. Well, the day-to-day -day crap is on your to-do list. Have to do this, have to do this, have to do this. There's too much have to do on our daily in our daily planners. Not enough need to do and want to do. Sometimes we don't even put our want to do on the list. What do we do with our want to do? Well, when all this is done, if I've got a spare minute, oh, crap, no way. If, I hope that's not how you budget your money. Well, if there's anything left at the end of the month, I'll put that in the savings. I'll invest that. Really? No, 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 no. Pay yourself first. Money or time, pay yourself first. Absolutely. The top thing on your schedule should be your downtime, your me time, your self time, your whatever the heck you want to call it number one thing in your planner, number one priority. If you've got one of those priority planner books, which I hope you do, they're really important because you can fill that in. The night before, you can fill in. Tomorrow, I want this to be my priority. Revisit it in the morning, tweak it and build on it. Make sure the top priority in that box is always one of your goals or dreams or a step toward your best life. It doesn't have to be a big one, but it has to be there. If it ain't on the list, it ain't going to get done. Make sure the dreams are on the to-do list. And to do that, identify your true priority. Identify the true priority of the day. And it's always, always going to be the one that serves your best outcome for that day. And I'm not saying every time it's a selfish one. I'm not saying that every t number one priority in your planner should be me. <laughs> it may be serving others. But make sure that it's serving others in a way that when you go to bed at night, you're going to go, Failed it. Yes. Right? The best outcome for your day. Your top priority should always, always be the, the task or activity or whatever, the action that will best serve your best outcome for that day. Figure out what you want to have checked off your list at the end of the day and then prioritize the tasks that will make that happen. Don't worry about other priorities. I know you're thinking, yeah, but, but what about all these things? You know what? They'll make their own time. Work, work deadlines, they, they're there. They're, you know, they're going to get done. You don't need to block those in. They're, they're going to be made a priority in your life. It's up to you to carve out the time for your priorities. Someone else's priorities will take care of themselves. You will be voluntold. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Same with everything else. Think of the goals and tasks of the day like breathing 
your goals and dreams like eating. Breathing is just going to happen. It's going to take care of itself. It will, right? And if it doesn't, well, then you haven't got any more to worry about. So just it's fine. And then you'll know, whoops, I guess I should have gotten onto those goals and dreams, right? So that's breathing. That's your everyday tasks. <sighs> it's happening. Eating, you got to think about. And you got to do it well. You got to block out time so you can do it properly. It's a wonderful metaphor that I just made up just right now. No, really, honestly, I just, just made it up right now. You probably can tell that because it's not really as whammy as I think it is. <laughs> but there you go. Your daily tasks, like breathing, they'll happen. They'll take care of themselves. Stop worrying about blocking in time. Think of it. Next time you're writing that down, have to do the laundry. Yeah, the, the dirty clothes and things over there. It'll happen. You don't need to block time in. Think of, think of oh, I'm blocking in time for breathing. What the heck? You've got to block in time for the eating or exercise or anything like that. You've got to take care of you. So here's the direct action step. Always journal yesterday and plan tomorrow. Okay? It, you can get one book, two books, whatever you want. I have a book um, in which, let me see if I can quickly find it for you and show you here. I don't know. Can you Can you see that? Yeah, yeah, that's impressive. Look, it's a blank page. <laughs> there's, there's one that's got something in it. There you go. There you go. And I've thrown my white balance all off by showing you that. There you go. <laughs> if my skin hasn't done it enough. Anyway, sometimes you can get those books. They're great. They have a journal and a planner kind of all built into one. Mine also has a timetable. Works for me. Experiment. Find something that works with you. But most importantly, get a pen, several pens if you want. I do little different colors. Whatever works for you, but get on it and do it. Always journal yesterday and plan tomorrow. So journal what you did today, which remember at the end of the day, today was yesterday, right? Technically, right? When you're at the end of your day, you're closing this one and getting ready for the next one. That's tomorrow. And today was yesterday. When you look at that planner, you'll be looking at yesterday or looking at that journal entry. So journal what you did so that you have a record of it. And then plan tomorrow. Only takes a few minutes to do, and it will guide all of your focused actions. You can split it apart if you want as well. You can journal today at the end of the day and maybe make a couple of quick notes about things you could have done better, things you want to improve, what you missed, whatever. Make it a little note, then hit those notes in the morning and do your plan first thing in the morning for the day to come. You can split it up that way. Do it all in one sitting if you want to try and get that, you know, kind of a blend, that simpatico going with it. Again, whatever works for you, but the most important thing is do it. Journal yesterday, plan tomorrow. And that is how you take care of identifying each day's true and important priority. Excuse me while I oil my epiglottis. That's not oil. Mm, that is some good gin, though. So little step number two, determine and remember your why. So this is the why conversation, but not only know what it is, figure it out, but remember it. Write it down if you have to. So your why is your life purpose. But remember, it's also your, your life's purpose, your year's purpose, your month's purpose, week, day, even your hour, even you know the purpose of this hour. It's, that's what Little Steps to Big Success is all about. Breaking the purpose of your whole life, which is your legacy, into your purpose for the year, which is your resolution, and then break that year's purpose down into the purpose for the month, which is your plan, 
and then break down the month's steps and purpose, the purpose of the month, into the purpose for each week, which is your goals, and then into each into each day. So the, the week's purpose, you break into the day's purpose, which is your steps. And then from steps, you go to tasks, which would be every hour, what you're doing every hour. See how it works? I'll, I'll say that again. Your life's purpose is your legacy. You want to break that purpose down into years, each year of your life. And your year's purpose, right? That's your dream. That's your dream or your or your goal. And then your year's purpose is broken down into each month. That is your plan. That's your plan, right? The, the dream gets broken down into a plan. Dream or goal gets broken into a plan. Then the months get broken into the purpose of each week within the month. And that is your plan being broken down. And that breaks down into, into steps, right? That's steps. Or that could be goals. If you're coming from a dream, a uh, dream is usually made up of goals. But a goal can be a dream. It's, it's you know, a little, little shaky there, but we talk about that another time. And then from there, you break it down into the hourly tasks, right? So legacy, dream, plan, goals, steps, tasks is roughly the hierarchy. Okay? So you need to figure out what your why is in all those essences. But here's the thing. You got to go big with your why. When we say why, why am I doing that? Well, because I got to get that done this afternoon. No, your why is not this afternoon. Your why is your whole life. Your why is your legacy. Your why is what you will be remembered for by whoever remembers you, whether it's hundreds or millions. They remember you because of this. It was your why. It was your purpose. It was what you were meaning to do. Then break that down into the next sets of things. So what's your dream? Your dream is based on that legacy. Then what is your plan? Well, that plan is based on fulfilling that dream. What are your goals? Well, the goals are based on making that plan work. What are the steps? Well, the steps are <laughs> to make the goals come true. And all of it keeps coming back to the why. And that's why it's the great clarifier and the great motivator. Because it constantly reminds you why you're actually doing it. We get caught up with what we're doing. This reminds you of why. The great clarifier to keep you focused. So your action, very simple. Write it down and post it nearby. Write it down. Figure it out. Write it down, say it every day. If you meditate, make it part of your meditation. Make it your mantra. Seriously, make your life's purpose your key mantra. Just take a moment to just repeat it over and over and drill it into your mind and then have it written down where you can't avoid seeing it. Just say it as much as you can. Know it, figure it out, know it well, and be honest about it. Be honest about your life's purpose. Seriously, your life's purpose does not have to be to save the the hungrier, you know, feed the hungrier, save the poor. That's great if it is. And that could be something else you want to do. But your life's purpose should be fulfilling what is in your soul. So be honest about it and go get it done. Because once you accomplish your life's purpose, then you'll be really supercharged to help do some of those other things that you'd like to do for other people. Little step number three, carve out sacred time. 
I don't have to explain this one. You know it. You know you need to do it. But do you do it? Most people don't. But you gotta. You gotta do it. So here's the action around that. Very simple. Go back to your journal. It's time to journal. It's always the key to changing your habits is to journal the ones you have so that you can figure out on paper what needs to happen to change them to create new ones. Journal for yesterday. Plan for tomorrow. If you journal today's habits and yesterday's habits, then you can quickly tweak and then put the new habits in your planner. Right? Very simple. So journal for one week. Two, if you have to. Try to do it in a week because you want to get going. But if you need two weeks to properly journal, that's cool. No more than two weeks. Do that to discover the moments of downtime that are in your day. Simple as that. You're journaling time. So you literally just get a little book, a little notepad, whatever works for you, and a pen, and simply go, hey, between one and two, I seem to have a real lull in the BS. <laughs> There's a lot less stuff being shoveled into my pile over here, right? And then just keep going through. After a week, you should have it, but certainly after two weeks, you'll have all the common denominators. Hey, between one and two every day, there just seems to be a lull. Boom, there is your sacred time. And you use that sacred time to focus entirely on building your best life. A little caveat to this. Be prepared that you may have to get up early and or stay up late to create this time. Now get enough rest. Get lots of sleep. You know, don't be, there's nothing heroic about these people who sleep three hours a day. No, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's going to come out very soon that you're on God knows what. So not nonsense. There is no conversation about whether you need enough sleep. You do. How much you need, that is up to you. But when you figure out exactly what works for you to keep you energized and ready to go, then take it. Get that much. But be prepared that you might have to burn the candle on one end or the other in order to find this sacred time. You may have to start going to bed a little earlier so you can get up in the early hours. That's what I do. I, I go to bed pretty early and uh, and I wake up before the sun is uh, up and I, oh my gosh, that's my favorite time. I put on my quiet music, I do a little meditation, I do a lot of me time and then I do some work time. Uh, what you're hearing right now, the notes for this program, the list of steps, that was created early in the morning. Not this morning, it was a couple of mornings ago, but that's what I do. I I create, I reach into my soul. It is something special, let me tell you. Try it just one time. Even if you had to drag yourself out of bed, <laughs> go and do something. Just work on something that means something to you. In, a, in the wee hours of the morning when no one can interrupt, oh, you'll be hooked instantly. I, 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 I would stake my reputation on that one. You will be instantly hooked. So just be prepared that it might be an hour of the day that you weren't prepared to have. If you can find some other, great. Start by journaling. Figure it out. Find that time and then carve it out, hold it sacred, and try to ask your family to uh, honor that. You know, if you serve properly, if you serve your family and you're at the highest level and your best capacity, they should be open to giving you a little uh, little break on that, to honor that little bit of you time. I've never had a problem with that. So it's uh, you've got your own individual situation, but give it a try. I think, you know, the people who care about you will probably surprise you. Oh, so little step number four, sacrifice today.
for a better tomorrow. So this is a little bit of a reflection on that. Wake up early in the morning to do what you got to do. Uh, maybe burn the candle at both ends occasionally, not all the time, but just that's the idea. But it's also about putting things aside, procrastinating. Sacrificing today for a better tomorrow is a little bit, again, with the great resignation. People got comfortable with that paycheck coming in, and then they went back home and reconnected with their family, with their their husbands and wives or their partners, with, you know, their love life came back to life. Who knows what happened? But they said, you know what? This is what I want to wake up to every morning. Not that. I can sacrifice the paycheck. I can do. It's just one example, but there's lots of things. And the biggest thing is sacrificing your comfort, the procrastination, the distractions. Put that stuff aside to get to work for that better tomorrow. It's a wonderful thing, again, to you know put up on the wall. I know if you frame and hang all the things I tell you to frame and hang, you're going to have an art gallery of Blake's nonsense all over your walls. <laughs> Take it a bit metaphorically, but make sure that's something else that you say constantly. Make that part of your mantra. Put it down on paper. However you absorb, make sure you absorb. Sacrifice today for a better tomorrow. And the action on that is very simple. You know, life throws us challenges, but it also constantly tosses us comfort, right? Thank you, Netflix, and all and all the streaming, all that. Oh, my gosh. There's a thousand things that invite us to just sit down, open a cold one, and chill out, right? So lots of comfort is thrown away with those challenges. In fact, some might argue that a lot of the challenges are thrown out there trying to push us over to that comfort. So it's it is tough. But you need to sit down and get serious about deciding what you can give up in your life that will help you to create time and space that you can then dedicate to staying on track toward your goals and dreams. So just get honest with yourself. And then journal, 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 right? Find that sacred time and say, okay, that's when I'm doing it. Maybe you can carve out two small times of sacred time. Maybe you're lucky. You can get two. If you do, then one can be your just chill out, veg, watch something, whatever, time, right? Just total crap. And the other can be your productive sacred time where you're doing something that moves you toward your goals and dreams. So you got some uptime and some downtime and then all the time in between. Not a bad schedule. Not a bad way to live, right? Little step number five. We're going to jump to this one real quick. Not a pleasant subject, and you've heard me talk about it before. This may be where people shut it off. I don't know, but this is important. Remove the people who don't serve your mission. They are the number one contributors to life getting in the way. They are the life that's getting in the way. Why are you doing that? Well, that's not smart. Well, no, you need to do this. Well, no, this is the way people do it. I, I could go on and on and on with all the comments that come out of the mouths of people who do not serve your mission, that are just, they are lining up to be life getting in the way. Now, some people will need to be removed just one time. So certain things you do, you know, don't involve them. Yeah, and maybe you can make a pact with that person and say, look, uh, when I'm talking about this, yeah, boom. Uh, believe it or not, as supportive as my family is, uh, there is at least one topic that I sometimes speak about uh, that they they don't we don't see eye to eye. So we just agree to disagree. So when I talk on that, they go somewhere else. <laughs> I do my thing, and I don't uh, I don't pound that into their heads and try to 
convince them to think otherwise. No, I'm not going to tell you what it is. I can see everybody go, oh, some dirt. No, uh, it's not that big a deal. It's not that big a thing. It's just a, really just an opinion, it's not really even a position. It's just an opinion on something. And it's just one thing we don't happen to agree on. We're pretty sympathetical on most to topics. That's why we get along. But this one, not so much. But anyway, in that case, it's just one time, one incident, that person needs to be removed in that case. That could be pretty amicable. Some people will need to be removed temporarily. So, you know, they just got to step aside while you get this done. And then when you go back to sort of normal life, then they can come back in because they can conduct themselves reasonably when you're living normal, regular life. And of course, some will need to be removed permanently. Now, if this seems disconcerting, just remember, <laughs> write this down and hang it on the wall with the other shit. <laughs> life is short. Life is short. We've heard it a million times, but think about what it really means. What it really means is you know, life is too short for bad wine, uh, bad ice cream. I, I, there's all these expressions. Life is too short for somebody in that life is, who is constantly shooting down your goals, your dreams, your best life, your life's purpose. Your life's purpose is yours. No one has the right to shoot it down. No one. Not even family. In fact, especially family. They have a responsibility to hold it up unless they think you're going to do yourself harm, in which case, give state your case, pass your opinion, and then back off and let me decide, right? So the action on this, write and rehearse a kind but firm dismissal for toxic people. It's as simple as that. Just, just write it down and rehearse it. Just, you know, go over it in your head. It's okay to rehearse things that you say to people, especially if it's going to be delicate. Take the time to say it really, really well the way, the way you want to say it. Don't just throw it and blurt it out there and let emotion take over. Kind but firm. You need to understand where they're coming from. 99% of the time, these people aren't actually toxic people. I just use that generally, that term generally. 99% of the time, especially if it's family or friends, they do truly believe that they have your best interests at heart. So do listen to them. Open your mind to what they're saying first, and then when you realize, no, it's just negative talk, shut it down kindly but firmly. Excuse me for one moment. I can't really see, but it looks like the Internet's holding up okay so far. We'll see what happens. Little step number six. Speaking of negative talk, check your own negative self-talk. Again, I don't really need to explain that one. We've heard lots about negative self-talk. But what you maybe don't hear is how to do it, which is what I like to do here in Little Steps to Big Success. I'll take something that we've heard a million times, but I'll actually go the extra step and say, Here's how to do that. Here's how to get that negative self-talk in check. And this is just one way. There's many, many ways, and I'll talk about more of them uh, throughout the, the days to come. But here's, here's a great way to do it. Start every single day by recapping your goals for the day in the mirror. So literally, you know, as you're getting ready, it's hard when you're brushing your teeth. But the rest of the time, you can probably, you know, just go over it. Just literally, you know, have your list in front of you or look at it, then go do your thing. Get in the mirror and look at yourself. Get face-to-face -face with yourself on this and say, all right, here's what we're going to do today. Here's what we're going to do. Give yourself a pep talk. 
and don't laugh at that. Don't go, what, what are you talking about? That's silly. Really? Because you give yourself a beating every day. I know you do. I know you do. You always have a diatribe prepared for yourself. So what's so silly about a pep talk instead? No, it's okay if I put myself down, but picking myself up, that's just silly. <laughs> I'm making fun, but it's not really funny. And it's very true. You think about it, it is very true. You are more than happy to kick yourself in the butt and you're proud of yourself for doing it. And good for you, hold yourself accountable when necessary. But then when I suggest now, give yourself a hug. What? Yeah. Get in front of that mirror, recap your goals for the day, and then tell yourself that you do deserve it and you will achieve it. That first part's important. Make sure you know you deserve what you're gonna work for today. Yes, you do, and you will achieve it. Now go back to your timetable and see how, how you're gonna achieve it. All right, last one, little step number seven. Ah, as we just talked about, hold yourself accountable. Again, I don't need to go into any further explanation on this, you know what that means. But do you do it? So the action on this, this takes us back to our journal one more time, okay? Remember, you're journaling for yesterday. So in other words, you're taking stock of what you got done and what you didn't. So be honest. When you're doing that journaling, be very honest about what you have achieved. Okay? And then allow yourself to regroup in the plan for tomorrow. So here's the fine line with accountability. Do not beat yourself up just because you missed some things. But also, don't keep giving yourself unconditional passes every time you overlook something that's going to move you closer to your goals, your dreams, and your best life. Like we said in little step number six, kick yourself in the ass when required. But don't forget, after the ass kicking is done and you've gotten the things accomplished that you said you would, when you've seen it through and made it happen, Give yourself a hug. I don't care what that looks like. You can do the, remember that thing when you did like that? And it doesn't work because I'm supposed to be facing backwards. Remember, it looked like you were making out. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> do one of those. Just give yourself a hug or give yourself a mental or emotional hug. Give yourself a break. Give yourself 10 minutes to just go do something for yourself, whatever. Reward yourself, whatever it takes. After the butt kicking is done, make sure there's a hug before the next boot in the rear happens. Don't beat yourself up. Try treating yourself with as much respect, decency, and love as you give to others. You deserve it. Now, tomorrow I'm going to be joining Val Jones for this month's Big Three workshop, and we are gonna go much deeper, deep, deep, deep on this topic of not, getting life, uh, not letting life get in the way. This is a very important mind and skill set to develop, especially as we're moving into even more uncertain times. There is there's no worse time to find life getting in the way. As I said at the top of the program, there is no worse time to find life getting in the way than when there is adversity and crisis going on all around us. It's bad enough when times are good and the media invents crises. When the adversity is genuine, it gets a lot tougher. But it can also be one of the best times to lay the groundwork for your best life. So we're going to be spending lots of time on this topic. 
showing you ways to stay focused on what's truly important in your life. So I hope today was helpful and join us for the three-day workshop tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time, same time that you checked in here. And that's on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube Live. So that is it. I hope you can make it uh, for that. And uh, in the meantime, have a great week. Uh, remember to put your dreams on your to-do list and make sure that you are always taking little steps to big success. I'll see you next time.